You know, you drive me up the wall. The way you make good and all those nasty tricks you pull. Seems like we're making out more than we're making love. And it always seems you got something on your mind other than me. Girl, you got to change your crazy ways. You hear me? Mm. Say you're leaving on a 7.30 train and that you're heading out to Hollywood. Uh. Girl, you've been giving me that line so many times it kind of gets like feeling bad looks good. Boom, boom, boom. That kind of loving turns a man to a slave. Boom, boom, boom. That kind of loving sends a man right to his grave. I go crazy, crazy, crazy. Oh, you baby. Boom, boom, boom. You turn it on. Then you're gone. Yeah, you drive me crazy, crazy, crazy. For you, baby. Boom, boom. What can I do? Honey! It feels like the color blue. <coughs> okay, that was a beautiful rendition of, oh my God, Crazy by Aerosmith. Probably one of my favorite songs by them. I also love the music video, too. Um, but yes, welcome to the Solomon Ray podcast. I am your host, Solomon Ray. Um, I'm still in this fucking hotel. And yeah, I'm just ready to get the fuck home. Like, I don't want to be here anymore. I feel like that's a song. I don't want to be here. I don't want to be here no more. Yes, Mariah. Um... Yeah, bitch, I don't want to be here. I'm ready to go home. I'm ready to be in my own bed. I'm ready to be on my own toilet, bitch. You know what I'm like saying? Like, I just want to be, I want to be home. That's another song, you know, home. Um. Anyways, welcome to the show. Let's get into what, hold on, let me type this in. Um. Before we get into the show, I definitely want to give a shout out to Anna's World, who rated the, the podcast five stars, saying best bed, best podcast, period. So shout out for Anna Sanchez from Denver, Colorado. Work. She said, this podcast is by far my favorite. Solomon is constantly making me laugh. Much needed content these days. Always relatable and speaks the truth. The show is always giving. I appreciate you, Solomon. Keep being amazing at all you do. Um, I'm all from Denver, Colorado. So shout out to you, Anna um sending you Ryan please what are you doing you're getting close to the mic ma'am you're getting close to the mic see if I was back at home in my office I would be able to keep these cats out of my office while I record but they're all over the place showing their ass Billy jumping on everything she um swinging from the motherfucking chandeliers Climbing all over everything, in everything, doing everything. Like, I'm just, I need a break. I need to get away. How do you give I need to get away from these cats? I just need to get out of this fucking hotel room. I'm tired of going back and forth between my home and here. Um, 
Yeah, like, so if you guys don't know, I ended up having, like, a minor flood, which I guess wasn't so minor, <laughs> considering I haven't been home for almost two weeks. But, yeah, I've just been living in this hotel and dealing with my insurance and going back and forth with the reconstruction team and just going back and forth between my home, getting new drawers, getting new socks, you know, just roughing it out honestly and it's just really upsetting me and my homegirls because i'm supposed to go well i am gonna go to spain in next week like i'm about to start crying you guys i'm gonna go <laughs> like i'm about to be in spain next week and i just you know like being in a hotel is not fun like it's just not like after you've been in hotels and on airplanes and shit for 13 14 years like you just you want to be in your own home. Like, I'm really getting emotional, bitch. Like, because, like, I've worked tirelessly to make my home as comfortable and luxurious as fucking possible. Because when I'm home, like, that's where I want to be, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's my, like, that is my vacation. Like, I want to be in my home, in my own bed, on my own, you know, thousand thread count sheets. And real th thousand thread count sheets. Shout out to, um... Just giving you guys a heads up, be careful, because a lot of girls are labeling their... It's so fucking shady, but they're labeling their sheets as a thousand thread count when it's really fucking not. So, I know this is a tangent, but it's really 500 thread counts because they count the horizontal and the vertical threads. Meaning, 500 times 2 is a thousand, and it's so fucking shady that the girls are doing that now on their sheets when it's not really a thousand threads. It's really fucking shady. I bought some sheets about <clears throat> maybe earlier this, like early, early, early this year. And I was in them. I said, no, bitch, this don't feel right. And I was in them sheets for a couple nights. I said, this don't feel right. It don't, it's not giving a thousand thread count. It's not. And I'm like, something is up. And I'm looking at it. And I'm like, it doesn't look like a thousand thread count. But you know what, bitch? There's different types of cotton. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> so I went back to the store. I said, girl, uh, this something's wrong with these sheets. I need another bag of sheets. Something, because this is not a thousand. She said, well, what, I, what they're doing now is... And she spilled the fucking tea. She told me, she said, this is what they're doing on the packaging now. I said, that's so fucked up. That is so fucked up. So she, I, I was able to return them and stuff. So needless to say, I'm just giving you guys the warning. <laughs> Not a PSA. <laughs> bitch, it's really a fucking PSA, bitch. Like, I really need to fucking pay for a fucking commercial that runs after midnight and letting the girls know that, like, <laughs> a thousand thread count sheets are no longer a thousand. You gotta be careful. It's so fucking upsetting me and my homegirls. Um, so I'm also coming out later on. Not this year, because, girl, I got way too much shit to do with, deal with. But it's going to come out. Bitch, I might. It might. But I am going to come out with my pillowcases, my silk pillowcases and stuff like that. And um, I was looking at bedding. Girl, there's no way I'm going to be able to do bedding. Like, it's go it's so expensive. Silk is so expensive. And the type of quality of silk, because I want the highest thickness of um, of silk. And then also the highest quality of silk is mulberry silk. So that's all I use. 
So it's one thing to get a silk mask with a little bit of fabric. You know, you can make it work. But the pillowcases, it's a lot of fabric. But bitch, a whole fucking king-size bed, you know, like sheet set, bitch. That is ridiculous. But I think I'm going to get a sample made regardless, just so at least I could keep it. Even if I don't even sell it on the website, at least I'll just have it. You know what I'm saying? So, <laughs> so that way I could just, you know, have it. Um, but yeah, anyways, that was a really random tangent. This podcast is going to get spicy. All right. It's going to get spicy. We're going to talk about a lot of things. We're going to talk about pandemic babies. Okay. <laughs> We're going to talk about the Travis Scott thing. Okay. We're going to talk about briefly talk. Well, we ain't really got to talk about Britney Spears because I'll just put it, bring it out right now. Um, Allegedly, not even allegedly, bitch. I'm going to put it out there in the universe that it's going to be fine. By the time this podcast comes out, in 24 hours, Britney Spears will be free and she will be able to use her own credit cards and get pregnant if she wants to, take her IUD out of her coochie and, you know, live her life as the woman she's supposed to be living it and then work on her healing. Um, so, yeah, that's that happens on tomorrow. Um, also, before I get into these topics, I just need to know, like, I feel, I don't, I, this is so problematic, I'm sure, and this is so wrong of me to say, but, and I get it, because what am I, a cis, cis, gender, cis, no, I'm a, let me type this up, hold on, cis, gender, oh, it is called cis, gender, okay, work, bitch, um, I am a cis, gender, hold on, what am I, let me look at this little chart real quick. What am I, girl? I mean, I know who I am, but I just need to get the, the terms right, child. I am a gender identity male boy. No. I am... I'm a... Girl, I'm, I'm just a gay man. I'll put it that. I'm a gay man. And, um, anyways. Oh, my God, girl. Are, why are you coughing? Are you Okay. Girl, I can't take you back to the back, girl. Oh, my God. Are you okay, girl? What did you chew on? That's what you get for trying to... We're playing with those little earplugs. You probably choking on an earplug, bitch. Anyway, so what was I saying? I was just, like, on TikTok, scrolling my life away. And I'm like, damn, everybody got acrylics nowadays? Like, everybody got acrylics. Like, every guy I know, like, I follow, it's just, everybody got acrylics. They just going to work with acrylics. They going to the gym in acrylics. They just driving their cars in acrylics. Like, everybody, either, guys are all now with acrylics and lace fronts. That's just it. Like, all of them. <laughs> and it's not, I'm not trying to shade them. I'm really generally not. I'm just like, whoa. Like, <laughs> every guy, I, like, all these guys I follow, like, out of nowhere, everyone just start putting on acrylics. Like, I mean, don't get me wrong. I wouldn't mind acrylics. Like, I want to play with acrylics sometimes. Like, just, but I want acrylics for just, like, five, like, maybe 30 minutes. Just for 30 minutes of my life to just go to click, 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 you know? And, and just give cunt, you know? But I don't think I want to live my life with acrylics. Like, first off, that seems very difficult, you know? Like, I want to be on my phone. I want to type on my computer, 
you know, but I also don't want to be walking around with acrylics. That's just not my vibe. You know what I'm saying? <clears throat> and it's no shade to them. It's just like, I looked up and I was like, damn, everybody got acrylics nowadays? Like, niggas is really out here with acrylics, which is fine. I'm just like, damn. And everybody got on these lace fronts. And it's like, they don't even be putting on like, like regular color lace fronts. They be like bright orange lace fronts. It's like work, sis. Like, you are more brave than me because when I was fucking 17, 18 year old, no, bitch, I was looking kind of crazy. I was looking a little crazy, bitch. But I just, you know, I don't think I had like, not even like the balls to be, first off, that just not what I wanted. But I don't think I would have, even if I did, I don't think I would have had the balls to just walk around and go to work with acrylics. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, imagine just being there in, like, a suit and tie working at Bloomingdale's with, like, some acrylics. <laughs> Yo, when I tell you this episode is going to be spicy, bitch, I feel like I'm about to get canceled. Yes, cancel me. <laughs> okay. So we're just gonna get into the the <clears throat> we're just gonna get into the Travis Scott thing and just get that out of the way. Let's go. I do want to take this time to say that the microneedling pins are back in stock. Um, they have been selling very fast, so there's only 50% of the stock is already gone. But right now, you can get a microneedling pin plus a free collagen serum as a gift with purchase um, with every microneedling pen. So all you have to do is put both of them in the cart and the discount will be taken automatically at checkout. Um, I, honestly, I want to say thank you to everybody who's actually been following the directions. We haven't had any issues with any orders of people like just adding the microneedling pen and then not adding the collagen serum. So yeah, you have to add both of them to cart and when you go to checkout you will see that the collagen serum is free um the reason why i say that is not to be a dick it's literally because i don't process the orders for saw ray beauty anymore it's a fulfillment center that does that and it's they take care of it so i normally if somebody forgot to put this or follow the directions i would just manually edit the order i can't do that anymore so that's why it's so imper imperative um, that I just really stress that, like, you have to add both. Otherwise, girl, like, it won't be in your order. I mean, of course, we'll send it out to you eventually, but, like, we j it just won't be in your order. So anyways, needless to say, the microneedling pins are back in stock, and you can get one with a free bottle of collagen serum with purchase of a microneedling pin. Go to sawraybeauty.com. Dot com, no coupon codes, no promo code needed. It's an automatic thing. Just put both in the cart. Go to sawraybeauty.com. And yep. All right. So let's talk about this Travis Scott thing. But before we do, I just got beef with some things. I just went to go get my coffee. And I've been trying to not drink Starbucks because first off, I don't enjoy Starbucks coffee like that, you know? Um, and, and plus it's like Starbucks got rid of the hazelnut. Okay. So it's a nationwide like drought of hazelnut or some shit. And so they don't do hazelnut no more, which was my goat. Like I love a hazelnut moment. I'm not a caramel girl. I'm not a vanilla girl. I'm not a 
toffee girl. I'm not a pumpkin spice girl. I'm a hazelnut girl. <clears throat> All right, so boom. They got they got rid of that. So I'm already like, girl, I barely want to even order anything. But it's out of convenience because they got drive throughs they got delivery, they got all that shit. So it's out of convenience. And plus I earn my points uh, and my stars. So it's out of convenience. And plus they have oat milk, which I have a fucking feeling oat milk is making me fat. More on that later. Let me type that out because I'm just really spiraling about that as well. Um, so... Anyways, and then also Starbucks got rid of their straws. They're starting to get rid of their straws. So, and I'm just like, you guys are pointless to me. You guys serve no purpose in my life, but out of convenience. And bitch, at this point, it's not even really giving convenience. You know what I'm saying? In order for me to order this little $8 drink that I normally get every day, it's $24. Hold on, let me pull it up. What's the, um, because my insurance is paying for this. $23.94 to get that shit delivered to me. You know, but before there is this bomb ass, the hotel I'm staying at, there's this bomb ass coffee place two blocks down. You got to cross through a bunch of homeless people and skid row to get there. But it's, you know, it's worth it. So I'm walking to a couple days ago. I'm walking to the, the, the coffee shop and, you know, I'm just, you know, walking over needles and walking over like, you know, poop and shit and diapers and all this other random shit you know, intense and, you know, just holding my breath because I'm like, I don't know if there's anything airborne. It's no shade. Again, I know, like, this is going to be a spicy episode. Um, uh, but, you know, but I mean, and then one girl was, like, literally hacking up her lungs. And I'm like, girl, you know what I'm saying? I didn't have my mask on. Like, I was just, like, really, sis, like, I don't know if y'all bitches got, like, bronchitis or, like, I don't know, girl. It's no shade, but it's just... It was just giving treacherous, but needless to say, I'm tr- I'm I'm trekking through to get to the coffee. That's how dedicated I am to my coffee because this place is actually super duper lit. Get there, there's construction going on. They're closed. I said, "Girl, fuck." So I go back to the hotel, order my little twenty four dollar Starbucks, get it delivered. Boom. So then I go yesterday, and I you know trek through the path of homelessness to get to my my coffee. All of a sudden, hey, we're experiencing shutdowns or something something like there's like a little notice in the thing. Um, we'll be we'll be open tomorrow. So I'm like, fuck. So I, you know, get back to the hotel, order my little $24 coffee and get it popping. So then today, Wednesday, I'm like, bitch, this is it. So I call them. Um, no, I called them yesterday. They're like, we'll be open tomorrow, meaning today. So I'm like, all right, cool. So I get in. I'm like, girl, all right, let me go get this coffee. Go there. Cross through the the, um, the homeless, you know, pathway. I feel like Moses, pardon the motherfucking Red Sea of homeless. And I get there, and hold on, pause. The homeless, listen, listen. And I know this don't sit well with some people, but girl, it's just what the fuck it is. The homeless girls back then, like homeless in New York, even is different. Like they mind their business. They ain't acting crazy. They might be yelling that out to the wind and, you know, keeping their crazy to themselves, but they don't involve nobody. You know what I'm saying? The homeless here now in 2021, they be ready to fight bystanders. They are over here throwing rocks at cars. They are wilding the fuck out. 
Like, no, like, they're really wilding the fuck out. Like, Serena be getting kind of, like, scared sometimes going into her car because she's like, what the fuck is going on with the homeless? I said, I don't know, bitch. I don't know if they done opened up the loony bin and let everybody just roam the streets. I don't know. Anyways, so I get to the coffee place and um, it's a sign, we'll be closed today. I said, you know what? Why ain't nobody want to make money? Why don't, why don't, why are y'all closed? When are you guys ever open? Every time I come to this damn coffee shop, it's never open. It's always some fucking issue. It's always some bullshit. When are y'all going to be open? When are you guys going to just work and, 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 and make coffee? It's always some fucking issue. And I'm like, fuck. That's why I go right back to Starbucks, order this little $24 coffee out of fucking convenience. And the girls be like, oh, support small business. Well, y'all need to start acting like y'all got a business. This ain't no side gig. This ain't no, you know what I'm saying? Like, act like this is a business. Like, act like you're trying to make some money. I swear, like, niggas don't want to make no money nowadays. Like, every time I get on, the girls be like, I quit my job. These people don't pay me enough. I'm not working for this. How y'all don't want to make no money? Y'all don't, nobody want to work. Nobody want to work in 2021. Nobody want to work. Nobody want a job. Nobody want to make no money. Everybody just okay getting by. Like, me and Serena have, like, this joke where we were like, I made my rations for today. Like, y'all just made enough to eat for today, and, and y'all okay with that? Like, what? It's wild. So, needless to say, that is just what, like, even my housekeeper, I had to get rid of her. I fired her ass a couple weeks ago because... Every time she came, it would be like two hours late. It would be some issue. She would hit me up early in the morning talking about some. My car broke down. My sister's car got broken into. My sister this. My babysitter this. The dog went here and the vet this and the this and the that and the that. And I'm like, and mind you, the whole time she's giving me all these excuses. I'm like, I don't care about your sister. I don't. Like, I'm not trying to be rude, but it's like, I wish her all the best in her broken in car, but like, that's not just get to the point to where when are you going to be here ma'am when are you going to be here when are you, when are you coming to work when are you going to come, come come clean my home when are you going to be here well I, you know my, my sister's this and the, the car got broken into and then the dog got, I don't care about that damn dog I don't care about your sister I barely care about you I'm just trying to figure out when are you going to get here thank you for letting me know I don't need an ex- explanation I just need to know what time what time sweetie what time are you going to be here Okay, I wish you all the best, but just what time are you going to be here? And I had to let people know, not just her, a few people, um, even at my fulfillment center, they were like, oh, we're working around jokes. I said, no, 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 no. Y'all are not working around. We're not working around Joe's shit. You're working around my schedule. I will shut all this shit down. You know what I'm saying? And it's crazy that you got to get ugly to let people know, like, bitch, y'all, nobody want to work. What's going on? What's going on? So I had to let her go. I was like, girl, don't bother. Just stay home and deal with your dog. Because I got to, you know what I'm saying? Like, if I have opened up a spot in my schedule to be like, this is when we're going to clean the home. This is when I'm, you know, this is how things are going to work. I'm, I could be a little lenient. I could be like, all right, cool. You 30 minutes behind, maybe an hour behind, but like days and then I'll be there tomorrow. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for letting me know to, you know, she was, she would be like, I'll be there tomorrow. Uh, bitch, you were supposed to be here today. What are you talking about? You'll be here tomorrow, bitch. I may not be here tomorrow. I may not even be in the city. 
You know what I'm saying? Like, don't tell me, like, how are you going to tell me about my schedule? That's not how this works, sweetie. So, I don't know. girl. And then, it wasn't like I was paying her, like, nothing. I was paying her a lot. I started asking people, I was like, is this a lot? They're like, bitch, that's a lot of money. I was like, well, damn, bitch. Like, and for just an hour and a half of work? Because my house be clean all the time. It's not like it's dirty. You know, it's just a little upkeep. Anyways, bitch, this was a tangent. I was supposed to be talking about Travis Scott. Let's get into Travis Scott. All right. So, again, like I said, disclaimer, this is going to get spicy. And I know the girls are sensitive. And I know the girls be in their feelings about certain things. And rightfully so. This is a very sensitive subject. And I'm going to try to present this in just a, a, a manner that, like, is understandable okay so the only thing i just really want to like the thing the thing that's wild is like people have these strong opinions about things that they don't really know much about and like Sometimes people have opinions on things that they don't know much about, but, like, they still have, like, a good grasp of, you know, they're like, all right, I may not know too much about politics, or I may not know too much about um, the way this business is ran, or, you know, I may not be understand how finances are, or blah, 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 but they kind of have a rough, you know, area to where, like, they can still form a pretty solid opinion. The only time I have an issue when people's opinions is when it comes to, like, performance and sound issues because it's so unique and even people who work in entertainment do not understand performing and sound issues. And I say that based off of experience because it's always some motherfucking bullshit when it comes to performing and sound. It's always. And everybody who work in entertainment be like, oh, I've been working in, I, I put on shows for, for so many years and I'm dumb. Da, da, da. And, and then you get there and, and the niggas don't know shit. <laughs> don't know shit. So I just want to say this. When you are on stage, there are three different, and this is what drove me nuts when the girls were like talking about Mariah. Remember when Mariah had her little moment on New Year's Eve? And the, it was just like a, you know, a fiasco. Like, so I'm trying to explain to people, like, listen, when you're on stage, there's a multitude of things going on. Aside from performing, aside from entertaining the crowd, aside from whatever, remembering your placements, your marks, your dance steps, your costume change, whatever, remembering your damn lyrics, whatever, all aside from all of that that's going on. There is an in-ear monitor, and the in-ear monitor is in your ear, not trying to be, like, facetious and not trying to be, like, fucking rude, but the in-ear monitor is in your ear. Now, when you have an in-ear monitor in your ear, all you could hear, normally, it's just strictly dialed into the microphone, so you can hear your vocals. In-ear monitors are really, really important for like people in who are singing in large venues if you're not singing in a large venue it's not that i mean it is deep but it's not like that deep like if you're in like a theater you can like kind of not need one but 
if you're in a place with like huge acoustics, it's it would it's that's the reason why they invented in ear monitors so you can hear your mic like you can hear your voice and it's great for singers rappers maybe not so much just because it's like girl you're you don't need to check, hear the notes you don't you know you're not really in need of like making sure you hit that key or you're in the right key um <clears throat> also when you're in when you're you're in the studio recording music you have on headphones and the headphones similar to an inner monitor is dialed into the microphone so you can hear your voice you know what i'm saying it, you can't be in the studio just without the microphone i mean without the headphones and then like sing into the microphone you need to be able to hear what you're singing because you know have you ever like recorded yourself on or heard yourself on a voicemail and you're like bitch my voice sounds so different you know what I'm saying? So the acoustics going on in your head is completely different than what people are hearing. So that's why you need headphones in the studio when you're recording. That's why you need in-ear monitors most of the time when you're performing live. So you can hear your voice and you can hear what the audience is listening to. All right. Does that make sense? All right. Cool. So we have that going on. Then you have the subwoofer. um, um, not subwoofers, but the subs on the floor, the floor monitors. The floor monitors are giant speakers that are like curved, mo- not curved, but angled. And they're, they're angled and faced to you. Facing the, the performer, excuse me, the performer, not the audience. They're facing the performer. And so what's in those, that's what's coming out of those floor monitors is the sound from the stage. Meaning, if you have a band, if you have a bass player, if you have back backup singers, whatever the mix is on the stage is what the floor monitors are projecting. So, follow me. Not only now do you have the ear in, in-ear monitors, that is just the microphone for your voice. And not only are the floor monitors the stage the stage sound, now you have a third component of sound. All, th- all three of these things are on different tracks. Okay? Now, there's huge speakers. There's way more speakers than what's on stage and what's in the in-ear monitors. Now, these speakers are facing the audience. Okay? And this is the total mix of instruments, of background singers, of backing tracks, of vocals, of everything that is being blasted out to the audience. So now, now we're now we're understanding what's going on. Now if now and I'll just be devil's not a devil's advocate, but I'll just kind of throw another one out there. Now there's also actually sometimes a fourth sound option. And that's the inline for audio and visual for television. So if they're filming something, which I think they were filming some shit or whatever on Travis's shit. I don't know what was going on. But then if they're like streaming something, if it's a live broadcast for ABC, whatever, there's also sometimes a fourth audio that is actually being going on as well so there's a lot of audio issues not issues but a lot of audio components happening simultaneously during live shows 
Now, when you are performing in a theater of, let's say, 2,000, 3,000 people, the crowd is happy, they're singing along, it's one thing. Those are different types of acoustics. So the speakers being blasted out to the audience is going all the way back to the theater. The sound is, is that's how tr- sound travels. It goes all the way back to the, 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 um, the end of the theater and it bounces, guess what? It bounces all the way back to the stage. So sometimes performers can still hear the bounce back. So a lot of times there is a delay when it comes to sound. Now, when you're doing festivals and stuff like this, it still it doesn't bounce back too much because it's just kind of going into like an, an, an open space. But sometimes you can still hear like the crowd or like you just hear like a rumbling of a crowd, but you don't hear any specifics. You don't really it's you're really the 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 sound is so loud all you hear is just this muffled like acoustic of a mixture of sound and audience if that makes sense so let's say if you're in a theater with 2000 3000 people if somebody yells out to you play so and so are encore, encore, you're going to be able to possibly hear it. It's, it may be harder if you have in-ear monitors, but you'll you'll hear it in a theater of 2,000, 3,000 people. You'll hear it. Now, if you're in an arena, like, you know, Madison Square Garden or something like that, and it's 20,000 people, you won't really hear anyone screaming encore or nothing like that. You're not going to hear that person. If you are in a field and a festival with 50,000 people, you will definitely not hear one person screaming to you. And the thing is, those stages are higher than the audience in festivals. Stages are typically higher than the audience. And there's normally like a 10 to 12 foot gap between the stage and the audience. So if someone's yelling in the crowd or or asking you to do something or if you're the one performing, 99, at least 95% of the chance time, you're not going to hear them. You're not going to hear them at the fuck all. Even if you were to to take your in-ear monitors out, you would not be able to hear them. That's just, that's just... That's just how sound works. That's just what sound is. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, this is not a YouTube video. This is not a, 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 a hall performance or a two or, or a theater performance. This is with 5,000 people in a field. You're not going to hear nobody. You're on stage. You're not going to hear anybody. And two, you can still see a portion of the audience, but you can't see much of them. Because the lighting, so there's no light on the audience. No, there's, you know, unless there's like background stage lighting, like, you know, background visuals. Sometimes there's like a little bit of residual lighting that kind of bounces off to like the first, um, I don't know, maybe first yard or so of fans that you can see like the, the front row-ish type people. But anyone in the back and stuff, you can't see shit. 
just you won't be able to see them. But there are tons of spotlights and these spotlights are at such a high frequency that they just zone in. It's like it's a clear. OK, a spotlight, not trying to be, you know, rude, but a spotlight where it's zoned in. So and, and why do we have a spotlight? We have the spotlights and, and huge lighting blasted onto the stage so that the audience can see the performance. So when that happens, again, I'm not trying to be rude. I'm not trying to, like, be an asshole. But when you're on stage and those lights are shining on you, on you, you cannot see at least a yard ahead of you. You can barely see. You can see the stage. You can see what you, where you're standing. You can see everything on stage. But as far as out deep into the audience, you can't see that shit. There's no way. And the, the, the so imagine being in your home and it's dark. It's pitch dark. OK. And someone just comes up to you and, and does, puts a flashlight right into your eyeballs. You're not you'll be able to like maybe see the person putting the flashlight. But like you can't see beyond that person. It's just impossible. Like I'm not trying to be like a dick about this, but that's how lighting works. That's how sound works. These are these are not new concepts. These are not new things. These are not they've been around for centuries and if since the, the dawn of time, bitch, sound and light. Those are things that are like <laughs> These are not, it's not new. Um, the technology has changed, definitely. But yeah, so if you're on stage and you're really focused on what's the next song? Am I getting the words right? Can I hear my music? Is my mic here? You know, and you're just maybe in the groove of things. You're, you know, there's so many different elements and so many performers are different in these things. But you're not paying attention like that to the crowd. Like, you probably be like, you'll probably look in, occasionally check in, and, you know, see are they, you know, liking the, the music, or they, you know, whatever. But you're not, like, listening for, like, requests. Like, you know what I'm saying? You're not, like, on stage listening and actively listening like, hmm, anyone saying anything out there? No, bitch. You, you know what I'm saying? You're not, like, on on stage like, hmm, we have any comments? Hey, can someone check? Can someone check the comments? Are there any comments out out there in the audience? Any comments? Any concerns? Any discrepancies? Like, no, girl. Like, that's just that's not how these things work. Um, so I don't know a Travis Scott song. I promise you, like, hand to God, hand on the Bible, bitch. I really do not know one song, and I'm not trying to be like rude or nothing. I just don't listen. I just I don't know. I think he had a McDonald's meal or something. I know he is um, the boyfriend or baby daddy of Kylie Jenner's um, uh, children. Um, I just know him to be, you know, he he gives me male Sealy vibes. Um, and everyone I know who knows him personally have all said he's really sweet and respectful. I don't know that man. I, I honestly, he could walk right up to me right now, and I don't think I would even know who he is, quite honestly. I mean, I might, you know, I might, no, I wouldn't. I really wouldn't, because I, 
I don't follow this man like that. So I don't have a dog in this fight. I don't. But it's just, I think we need to get to a point to where we have to be critical thinkers and be like, hmm. When the girls be like, oh, he should have stopped the show. It's all his fault. People are like, it's 100% his fault. It's how? How? You know what I'm saying? Like, and I think, what's her name? Kylie Jenner posted something. She said, we genuinely did not know any of fatalities. And she says something. Actually, let me just pull it up. I'll just read what she wrote. So I'm not paraphrasing, bitch. Or maybe I won't read what she wrote because maybe I didn't save it. Um. Oh, here it is. She said a bunch of shit. She said, um, I want to make it clear we weren't aware of any fatalities until the news came out after this show. And in no world would would have continued filming or performing. You know what I'm saying? Like, not... I mean, I have a little bit of faith in humanity, but I'm pretty firm in my stance where no one's going to just watch, you know, someone actively dying and being like, you know what? Keep the show going. Like, you know what I'm... It's just... <laughs> it's just ridiculous. You know what I'm saying? And this, we're just in an area where, like, people have all this outrage and it's, like, so misdirected. And it's like, we have to be critical thinkers, we have to be critical thinkers. We have to, like, actively think, like, hmm, do you think he would purposely, do, like, this is just on purpose? And and the girl, and bitch, this is so embarrassing, but Forbes and New York Times both reported, we have confirmed it. this was not a satanic, um, satanic um, sacrifice. I was like, what editor at the New York Times ran this, like, approved this? <laughs> This is just so fucking bonkers. And Forbes, honestly, it's like an aggregated website at this point. It's nothing like, I don't even think they have real editors like that. But for them to run pieces like, oh, just to, we did a fact check. And just to confirm, this was not a satanic. Like, actually, I think I saved that article. Let me see if I have it saved somewhere. Because that shit was wild. I said, this is not real. This is not real. Let me see. New York Times. Um, anyways, I'm not going to look for it. But yeah, so it's we have to be critical thinkers. Um, and, you know, I'm not like blaming the victims or nothing like that. Not at all. I'm just saying, like, I generally do not see this being his fault, you know. And then it's like, I guess the police the police issued a statement, which is fucked up. Like, you know, it's so stupid. Like, they know what they're doing. But the police issued a statement saying, like, we talked to um, we talked to Travis Scott three hours in advance or some shit like that, saying, you know, we had concerns about um, the safety or, like, the capacity. Let me tell you something. I'm not trying to be rude again. And, you know, I'm not trying to be disrespectful. But... Local police are not going to have access to Travis Scott. Like, <laughs> the local, like, <laughs> local PD is not going to be like, I need to talk to Travis. Like, you guys don't have that pool. You know what I'm saying? Like, you're not a federal agency. Like, you guys are not. <laughs> and it's, I'm not trying to disrespect police officers like that. Like, I'm not. 
But it's like, local PD is not going to be like, yeah, we spoke to him. We was up in the fucking Four Seasons in the, in the penthouse suite, and we say hi to Stormy and, and Kylie, and we was just sitting in the, in the hotel talking to him. Like, no, y'all was not talking to him. You spoke with maybe a producer or someone who was head of security or someone, actually, not to be shady, you probably spoke to the first point of contact that was part of this event. You probably didn't even speak to anybody high up. You probably literally, the first point of contact. But then you run with this, oh, we spoke to we spoke to him. You didn't speak to him. I'm like, like, I don't know that to be true or not, so I can't really confirm or deny, I mean, confirm it, but I'm like 99% sure you did not break bread with Travis Scott three hours before the show. And quiet as it's probably kept, he probably wasn't even in town three hours before the show. Again, I don't know. But how these things go, like, he probably literally went to the hotel or, or either from his his um, his his plane, got in the car, and then the, the, the car took him directly to the stage. That's how a lot of these things work. It It's to the car, to the stage. That's, you know what I'm saying? So, like, it minimizes the ability for people to, like, get access to these people. So... This whole, oh, we spoke to him. You didn't speak to him, girl. You did not speak with him. You know, and it's like, maybe you did. Maybe you did. Maybe local police department in Houston was able to, like, and voice their concern. Maybe. But I can bet you by golly, bitch, you did not speak with him personally. And then even if you did speak with him personally, what the fuck was he supposed to do? He's not organizing the event. You know, like... (laughs) It's just like these people, you, you need to talk to Live Nation or whoever is producing this this whole festival. Those are the real people in charge. Yeah, I'm, Travis Scott could have pool and he could really say like, oh, I don't want this. or I don't want this. Of course. Yes. But. You know what I'm saying? Like, if, if, like if the police really did, local police actually really did speak with Travis and was like, oh, girl, this we have concerns. Travis probably would have been like, uh, I don't even know how to. I don't even know what to do now. Like you know, like he wouldn't even know what to do. Like he's not gonna be like, actually, let me just go ahead and organize this. Let me call some more EMTs and let me just look at the the um the safety reports and let me like he's not. You know what I'm saying? Like it's like where are where is critical thinking at? Like it's and then it's like the general public is like really thinking like Travis Scott was really up in here like knee deep like organizing things organizing like hiring people hiring staff hiring security putting up the fucking metal detectors like <laughs> oh, I'm not trying to be I'm not trying to make light of something like this it's just like it's so ridiculous that people really be thinking I don't even know if people really be thinking honestly so needless to say, um, that's my standpoint on it. Um, also, I just want to say this. And again, I'm not blaming any victims because that's really fucked up and it's sad. And But I will say if I... I can't speak for everybody. But I know good and goddamn well. If I was when I was 14 years old, my mom barely my mom didn't even let me go to house parties. Okay? My mom didn't let unless it was people from church or family members. Mm-mm. 
A house party? No, you ain't got no business going to nothing like that. You stay your ass at home and do some homework or go to church. And a concert? No. I went to a Britney Spears concert, but that is different. Those have seats. Those have seats. Those are in, you know, it's in a, a stadium. Not a stadium, an arena. You know, it's a different type of vibe. It's Britney Spears, bitch. You know what I'm saying? Like, that that's what I was doing at that age. I didn't I didn't go to festivals. I didn't go to Woodstock '99. I didn't do none of those things. Like, you know, I did I, you know, and I would watch MTV and I'd be like, oh my god, Woodstock '99. Like, it's gonna be so lit. Like, you know, Limp Biscuit is there, Corn. You know, all that shit that I like. I think there was also like a festival one time I wanted to go to with Blink 182. And my mom was like, bitch, hell no. First off, you ain't going to none of that shit where people, them white people be doing all them mosh pits. You're going to stay your ass right the fuck on here. Okay? My mom knew that that's not a place for kids. That's not a, that's not a place for kids. That's not where kids go. All right? You better go to Family Fun Center, bitch. Family Fun Center, I can take you there. The arcade, I could take you there. The movies, I could take you there. The mall, I could take you there. A uh, 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 rock band show where people with uh, with no seats, where they be mosh pitting and shit like that? No, that ain't a place for a 14, 12, 13-year-old boy. That's just not where you need to be. And that was that. My mom just was like, nope, it's never going to happen. Thank you, girl. So where, what else do you want to do this weekend? Because that is not the option. That option is off the table. So let's think of something else to do. Do you want to go shopping? Like, what What are some other options? Because that Blink-182 show is not going to happen. And, of course, I was like, damn, this is really fucked up. But, you know, my, my mom was looking out for me. She was being a parent. She was being a mother. And I, her child, and she was making sure that a, a bitch was safe. <laughs> you know, that's, and I stand, and I, my mom was right. That's not a place for kids. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not a place for a 14 year old. And honestly, it's really not, and I'm not like, it sucks, but like, that's not even really a place for like a teenage girl either. You know, it's really not a place for anybody young. It's, girl, it's really not a place for anybody, honestly. Like, those are not, those are not things. And the funny thing was, last week's episode, because I recorded it, I recorded this segment, but I didn't air it. Remember, I just did the rest in peace to BK Tideaway. I actually was talking about how I have no desire of going to concerts anymore because of shit like this. So, but like, if I am, if I have a daughter... And even if she's 17 years old, 16, 17, whatever, and she want to go to a festival, it's going to be a hard no. She's not going to be able to go. I don't give a fuck who's out there. I don't give a fuck if it's some Ariana Grande. I, a festival, never going to happen. Coachella, never going to happen. Not, no, until you are grown and out the house, then you can go. But as long as I'm paying bills and I and you living under my roof, you're going to abide by my rules and you're not going to a festival like that. It's not. And it's my hope and prayer that by the time she gets to an age to where she can go, I have given her the tools that she needs to be able to be in an environment like that and be safe because that is not an environment for girls. Honestly, women females of any age because it's dangerous you know they be groping girls they be rubbing on their titties 
You know, they be trying to drug the girls. They be sexual assaults, bitch. The girls be getting raped. For real. Like, this is not, like, something new. Like, I'm not trying to, like, downplay what happened. But, like, these are things that go on. And the fact that, like, people have all these strong opinions. It's like, y'all have never either been to a festival, don't know much about the history of festivals. But, like, these are some dangerous, like, situations. Like, yeah, it could be fun and it could be enjoyable. But in the last, I would say... I would say Woodstock 99 really did kind of change the game a lot, but it it got to a point of a less of a communal musical experience and more of like this selfish situation. Does that make sense? Like people are very selfish and very like there is no crowd etiquette. There is no it's just no crowd etiquette. I remember like I didn't really go to I didn't go to like um, what do you call them, like, mosh pity type things like that. But I would go to rap shows. I would go to rap shows all the time. And I would get there early and so I could be in the front of the, the stage. And, you know, it sucks because I would go with people and they'd be, like, so annoyed because they'd be like, bitch, we've been here for five hours. And I'm like, yeah, bitch. And, and trust me, when they get on stage, you're going to be wishing you was in this spot. But I would be in the front row and, you know, of course, by the time the headliner came on, if it was Kanye, if it was Kim, whoever I went to go see, you, it would be, people would bum rush the stage and I will go home, you know, happy and stuff. But I remember my, my calves would always hurt and I would have bruises on my chest from my chest being, you know, smushed against, um, the metal barriers, like, that was, I'm not saying it's okay, but I mean, I just was like, well, that's part of, that's just part of being in a general admission type shit, <laughs> you know? And now at 34, bitch, I ain't doing that. I ain't doing that. I have fun. I done seen my faves rap on stage and I don't need to do it no more. I don't need to do it no more. It's okay. Thank you. Have fun. Don't need to repeat it. But you know, people would be aggressive and people would, you know, once once the show would start and stuff, they would start moving. If you was in the front row, if you, listen, also, if you was in the front, front, front where I would be at, you would have to have, like, cojones, bitch. Like, you would have to have balls because there would always be that one bitch who would always want to come up and then, like, push you out of the way so they could be in front. And you had to, like, elbow a bitch and, like, you know, let them know, like, bitch, I'm not, don't fuck with me, bitch. You know, because it would get a little, it, it would get, it would get rowdy in those little, um, those spaces. It would get a little rowdy because there would always be somebody and it would always be them fat, big ass motherfuckers who thought like just because they big, fat and tall that they was able to like, no, bitch, I will push you in. I will punch you in your fucking big ass belly like the fucking Pillsbury Doughboy. Don't play with me, bitch. You know what I'm saying? And they would want to step on your shoes and just do all this stupid shit just to get to the front. You know what I'm saying? So it's like, there's only so much of that that I was going to be able to take. And I was like, you know, bitch, I did that a few times. I don't need to do it no more, bitch. I am 34 years old. I, I, the only people I want to see live is Celine Dion, a Mariah Carey, a Britney Spears. I need to see um, Cristiano Dal. I need, but I need a seat, honey. I need a seat. I need a VIP section. I need a, 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 a um, not a booth, what they call um, a box, you know, I don't need to be right up in the stage. No, more. I don't need all that. I just need to be comfortable, seated and perched in a theater setting. 
That's 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 where I need to be. I'm too old for that shit. So, and like I said, if uh, I would not allow my kids to be in some shit like that, I wouldn't. And I don't know what's going on with parenting. I don't know where the girls are anymore. I don't know if it's some young parents out there who just be like, oh, yeah, you yeah, you want to go to that that festival? Go ahead. No, bitch. That's not a place for kids. It's just not. I don't know what world y'all live in. I don't know what fucking alternate universe y'all live in. That's just not a place for kids. It ain't. Okay? A lot of things ain't really for kids. And it's like, you gotta be, you know, I think a little bit more, you know, maybe active as a parent or just, I don't know. It is just wild that there's young kids at that astro world. Like, and it, you know what? It might have to, I'm not trying to be shady, but it has to be some white kids because I think like white parents, you'd be like, hey, mom, dad, I want to go to Astro World. They probably think, oh, bitch, you probably go to Des- Disneyland or like some, sh- you know, Space Jam shit or some shit. You know what I'm saying? Like, they probably be like, oh, okay, cool. Who's playing? Oh, so and so. They probably don't know who the fuck is performing. You know what I'm saying? Oh, Drake will be there. Oh, he, they're like, oh, I've, I, 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 I know, I know Drake. Um, I know of him. Yeah, he has some great tunes. You know, like they're not, they don't really understand because they probably didn't do shit like that. Like they, <laughs> you know, like that's probably not part. That's probably not in their like wheelhouse and memory of like shows, and they probably are not really familiar with that setting. But I know I'm familiar with that setting, and I know good and goddamn well. I'm not going to let my children be up in some shit, shit like that. So there is that. And that is what I have to say about that. Um, I don't think it was too, too spicy. But I do believe that my followers, I believe y'all are critical thinkers. You have your head screwed on tight. And I think that's why we vibe. Because I feel like we are cut from the same cloth. And I feel like you guys can take... You know what I'm saying? Like, you could still be outraged and hurt and upset. Like, two things can exist at the same time. That's one thing, like, I'm a firm believer in. Like, I'm a, I am love to let people know, like, two things can exist at the same time. You could still be outraged and upset and hurt over these people who have passed away. But you can also still be a critical thinker and being like, yeah, but does the fault lie on the performer? You know what I'm saying? Like, the girls be like, he could have stopped the show. How? 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 They was climbing up, yelling at the cameraman. Yeah, the cameraman. The cameraman. Do you know what? Like, those... First off, the cameraman has these huge ear-canceling headphones. I don't know. Again, like, this has to be because y'all don't either work in these environments or have never been to these environments or a combination of two both but those cameramen have these it's the it's the the same noise canceling stuff as um people who work on tarmacs i mean uh, on in with airplanes and shit like that they can't hear shit they have their own little mon- ear and ear monitors but then they put the little things over them so they cannot hear shit but what's on stage and their job is to record and and get the angles and stuff like that is their job and so for when people are jumping up saying, please stop the show, please stop the show. That man, first off, can't hear what you're saying. 
He doesn't know what words you're saying. All he's thinking is this crazy white woman is literally jumping up, rubbing, like pulling on my arm. She's probably drunk. She's probably on drugs, you know, and he's, you know, he's after doing so many festivals, that's kind of the norm. Like, all right, some drunk bitch is, you know, tugging at my shit. You know, everyone's on drugs. Everyone's drunk. Ugh, more annoying people. I'm just trying to do my job. He probably that's was like, get off the fucking, the um the 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 ele the um the elevated platform. Like, get off, bitch. Like, get off. I'm trying to do my job. Leave me alone. You know what I'm saying? Like, was she in the wrong for doing that? Absolutely not. I definitely commend people for like doing whatever it takes to stop the show. But you have to also think like that man is like, get off. And from his perspective, you know, it's just he's probably dealt with that shit every single festival. He's he's like, there's always somebody who want to jump up on this bitch and get a better view or, you know, it's just drunk people being drunk and being annoying. And he's probably like, bitch, I'm so over this shit. I can't wait to fucking retire and get the fuck out of this business. You know. And it's like. Even if he were to, like, take off those those noise-canceling headphones, he still would have to take out the in-air monitor. You know what I'm saying? And sometimes those things are hard to get in. They're not easy. Like, that's why a lot of people with their in-air monitors, they bring their own because they get molded to their ear, their eardrum. Like, it's... I'm not... Listen, I'm not trying to make excuses. I'm just trying to paint the picture of, like, this is what also... You have one perspective of things, but you have to look at the other perspective. And those people filing lawsuits, it sucks because it's like, yeah, I hope y'all settle outside of court and you get whatever money. And it's like people who were like, oh, I was injured or I was harmed at this place. I hope you guys just get the the a settlement or something outside of court. Like you just get a little payout and move on because if you take it to trial, they're going like part of any good defense is they are going to discredit you as much as possible. They're going to ask for a toxicology like report. They're going to be like, was this person on drugs? Was this person, you know, inebriated? Was this person, you know, is it that person's fault? And honestly, I don't even know what the terms and agreements are when it comes to Live Nation tickets, but I'm sure there's something in there that kind of protects them from stuff like this and puts the blame mostly on the concert goer. Again, I'm not trying to blame nobody, but it's just like, it's not as cut and dry as people really want to make it out to be. It's not just, oh, he could have, Travis Scott could have stopped the show. Uh, And do you not know, like, when you're in these things, like, you get fined for every single minute that you go over time? You get fined every single minute. 60 seconds that you go over you don't get fined every hour every you know oh we'll we'll, we'll do a little three hour uh time slot no bitch you get fined for every single minute you go over and that's that's it's that's issued by the the venue the owners of the venue sometimes it's issued by the city it's a whole it's much bigger than you know what people may think it's you get fined and these fines are huge these fines are hella huge. Um, and some artists are okay with paying it. And some production people are okay with it. And sometimes that might be where the insurance comes in. I don't know, but everything is always unique. But a lot of times, like, these people are just, and they're like, okay, well, we can't just stop the show for 30 minutes just to, you know, 
Now, if someone was dying, okay, cool. But you can't stop the show every time you, you see someone screaming in the crowd. Like, maybe it's just, like, somebody who's being drunk. They're not going to stop the show 30 minutes and, like, investigate and, be like, let's see what this this woman's concerns are. This woman seems like she has some some um, elevated concerns. Can we stop the show for 30 minutes and see um, this one person out of a sea of 500,000? I mean, 550,000. Let's see. Let's see what her concerns are. Let's let's put a pause in the show. Let's let's pay the, whatever the fees are for those 30 minutes. And let's just see what she has to say. No, you goofball. <laughs> Anyways, so that's that on that and moving right along. All right, so now it is on to listener letters. If you have a question, advice, or just like a comment that you want to send into the show... Send it to ask at the Solomon Ray Podcast.com. And yeah. <clears throat> Excuse me. So this week we have a listener letter from Clearly Anonymous. This is wild. Um <laughs> This is so toxic. Like <laughs> this is so toxic, bitch. <laughs> okay. So, I'm going to just read it, bitch. (laughs) I read this and I said, whoa. (laughs) Okay. (laughs) All right. Sorry. I need to get it together. Get it together, Solomon. Focus. Okay. She said... She says, hey, Solomon, I love you so much. You literally bring me so much joy and comfort daily. So thank you. Okay, so listen, back in February, I broke up with my boyfriend on Valentine's Day and hooked up with my coworker who is fine and got a massive dick. Well, turns out he gave me gonorrhea. Sorry, don't know how to spell it. <laughs> and immediately after, me and my boyfriend got back together and, I, and we had sex and I gave it to him. Well, he went to the hospital and found out he had gonorrhea and didn't tell me. So I was upset. And after a week that that he lied, so I went to the doctor and found out I had it. He later confessed and said he did, in fact, had it, but swore he didn't know why. We argued because I was trying to see if he cheated on me and I and he kept promising me he didn't. But I was like, well, how the hell did you get gonorrhea? Anyways, I have this guilt because not only did I give him the gonorrhea, but I also blamed him on giving it to me. But I'm also mad because he didn't tell me in the first place that he had it. Should I be mad or let it go? Signed, Anonymous. <laughs> this is so toxic, bitch. <laughs> Um, okay, Anonymous. Well, oh my God. Um, okay. I don't even know where to even begin. First off, not, (laughs) I can't even do this with a straight face. First off, not you, not you. Not you mad because, okay, okay, yes, I would be mad if 
someone had an STD and they didn't tell me. But the optics on this is funny because you knew, you know, you knew. And so you just waiting around in the house for a week being upset because you're like, damn, this nigga ain't telling me nothing. Like, why is he not telling me? Like, why is he not, you know? Meanwhile, you know the whole time. But the reason why is because you gave it to him. That is wild. And then, like, you started an argument, I guess, to argue with him to figure out if he's cheating on you when it's like he could have cheated on you and, of course, got it. But more than likely, it's literally because you gave it to him. Girl, this is so toxic. Like, this is actually, like, I think it's, like, the word is, like, sociopathic behaviors psychopathic behavior some shit like that it's literally crazy um you said should i be mad or let it go (laughs) and this poor boy is probably like bitch i really don't even know how i got gonorrhea but he's probably dumb he probably is like bitch i probably got it from you you know what i'm saying like he's probably an idiot like no shade on your boyfriend damn i didn't mean to say that but like yeah if he's like this adamant about like Actually, he might have cheated on you, girl, because if he's if he if you genuinely did not cheat on anybody and then all of a sudden you wound up with fucking gonorrhea, you're going to have to be like, bitch, no, you gave it to me. And the fact that if he didn't bring that up and argue you argue with you about that, then he might have cheated on you, girl, because it don't make no sense when anybody with their head screwed on tight, that got some sense about him is going to be like, bitch, I literally have not stuck my dick in nobody but you. And how the fuck did I get gonorrhea? No, bitch, you gave it to me. Because we had sex for the last uh, week. And you're the only person I've been having sex with for months. So it's, you gave it to me. So he might have cheated on you, girl. You might have actually caught him up. You might have caught him, girl. You might have really, you might have actually caught him up. Okay, okay. I see it. I see it. I see it. I see what you're saying. I see what you're saying. Okay, work. Let me think. Let me think. Yeah, he might have really cheated on you, girl. Because no man, in the, nobody in their right mind, like, think about it. Like, you just would not be like, yeah, uh, I didn't cheat on you. I promise you. I'd be, I'd be upset. Like, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Bitch, the only person I've been fucking is you. So, the only way I got it is through you. Nah, he might have cheated on you, girl. Um, but I mean, it's kind of just not great because it's like, you still lied to him too. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't know in the letter, I don't know if you said anything about you knew you had gonorrhea before you slept with him. Let me see. Let me see. Let me see. Well, it turns out he gave me gonorrhea and immediately after me and my boyfriend got back together and I gave it to him. Okay. So maybe you did or did not know at that time. I don't know. But needless to say, it's messy. Um, I, if, I mean, I'm not the best person for advice, clearly, but I would just kind of either let it go or (laughs) I wouldn't, I wouldn't want to keep arguing about this. I'll put it that way. I don't think I would want to just maybe let it go, but I just for sure would not want to keep arguing about this when both of y'all, well, especially you is really in the wrong. We don't know if he cheated or not, but we do know one thing is for certain you gave him gonorrhea and then flipped the script and blamed it on him. So if anybody's in the wrong, it's really you. And if I'm in the wrong, I don't want to keep talking about it. (laughs) I'd rather just own up to it. I'm I'm the type of person, if I'm in the wrong, I'm a Capricorn. So if I'm in the wrong, I would definitely be like, girl, I'm in the wrong and I'm sorry. You know, Capricorns are the first people to like own up to shit. 
but the one thing I don't want to do is keep talking about some shit that I actually did that was faulty. So, yes, girl, good luck, but also keep us updated because this is crazy. All right, that's it. So, if you have a listener letter that you want to send in, send it in to ask at the Solomon Ray podcast. And yeah, moving right along. All right, so that is the it for this show. I just wanted to... Actually, I don't really have no final thoughts. I'm about to go up into this apartment, go drive back to my home and regulate. Um, oh, my God, the, the people who are working... Ooh, he, he's so fine. There's this really cute young Mexican boy who... Maybe he's not, like, super duper young, but he's probably, like, 26, 27, which is still young for me because it's, like, bitch, I'm 34, but it's, like, you know, he's fine. And he's tall. He got almost, like, a unibrow, like, a bad bunny type unibrow, but it's big as fuck. Um, and he's cute. He got a little nose ring. And he be, like, giving me all, uh, keeping me updated on everything. I'm, like, mm, take as long as you need. But it's, like, no, don't, don't take as long as you need, bitch. I need to get back in my house. Okay? I really do need to get back in my house. Um... But yeah, I need to go over there and regulate and put my foot down because I'm like, y'all said y'all supposed to be done end of day, end end of business, end of the day today. So it's almost end of the day today. So y'all bitches better be done. And I don't want to hear no more delays now. I'm trying to get on with my life. Um, What else? What else? What else? (sighs) That is really about it. Um... Yeah, I'm going to look for some cute little clothes. And, girl, I just hope I get fucking this acne gone before I go to Spain, bitch. I need this acne out of my life. It is so ugly. It is so raggedy. It is so fucking raggedy. But what's helping me is part of when I was working on... After I did the collagen serum... I started working on, like, a anti-acne, um, like, serum. And I forgot all about this. Like, I'm such a bonehead, bitch. I be working on all sorts of shit and be forgetting about it. But, um, all I did was the toner and then the serum. And I just, I was like, I, I know I have the tester of this formula somewhere in my office and so I found it it was in my office and I opened it up and I looked at the ingredients and yes I forgot like the ingredients were like sickening and divine and one thing I wanted to do was create like a serum that wasn't drying because a lot of like acne stuff is very drying so it has like of course like all the drying agents you need but it has like also a moisturizing agent as well that does not clog your pores and just whatever anyways long story short I've been using that for the last couple days and it's been getting my acne together and hasn't been drying out my skin, which is good. So I just hope I can get rid of this acne. Oh, I feel so ugly. I feel fat. I feel ugly. My hair is crunchy, bitch. I just feel really fucking disgusting, like a fucking gross fucking ogre. I feel like a fucking disgusting Shrek ass, Gollum ass, Crypt Keeper ass weirdo like I don't even want to like leave this like go to this apartment and be in front of this beautiful man with his unibrow looking ugly bitch I want to be like I'm not I don't know I know I don't normally look like this (laughs) 
I want to like show, like you see this picture. This is what I normally look like. I don't really look like this. I promise you. I be looking. I I, I be looking kind of pretty, bitch. Yeah. Some sometimes when I when I when I want to when I do my hair and makeup, I look like this. I look like that girl. What you see in front of you before you <laughs> is a lie. <laughs> Anyways, bitch. Well, I will see you guys next week. Have a great weekend. And until then, see you then. Bye.